The second section of Psalms, known as the Exodus Psalms, remind us that the God who redeemed us is still with us. In fact, He has promised to never leave us or forsake us. Today, we join Scott Pauling in opening God's roadmap for life. Find your place in the Word of God in the Psalms, and let's discover what God has for us along the way. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. We've come to Psalm 46. Now, Psalm 46 begins a, a trilogy of Psalms. Psalm 46, 47, and 48 all talk about the greatness of God, and we'll, we'll talk more about that. But Psalm 46 is so powerful because it reveals God not as a distant God, not as a God somewhere way away from us, we're totally removed from. No, it reveals God as our very present God. Now, this is a verse, Psalm 46, verse 1, that people love to quote. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. But the entire psalm really is an explanation of that revelation. You see, God has always desired to be with His people. That's the story of the Bible. It's the story of our very present God. In Eden, God came and talked with Adam in the cool of the day. Uh, in the wilderness, God was with His people in the tabernacle. When they got to Jerusalem, God was there in the temple. When the Lord Jesus came to earth, what was His name? Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, those of us who've been born again, the Holy Spirit comes to live in us. Jesus said that He may abide with you forever. I say again, God has always wanted to be near His people. And He's always wanted us to consciously be aware of His nearness. He is our very present God. And so, there are three ways in which our God is very present in Psalm 46, and they're all set off by a selah. There are three selahs, which means stop and think about this. That's wonderful, isn't it? Here's the first. Beginning in verse number 2, we learn that He is very present in trouble. He announces that, of course, in verse 1, but He says in verse 2, Therefore will not we fear... Though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with a the swelling thereof, Selah. A friend, no matter what changes in this world, God is near us. He uses the mountains here, the most secure, fixed thing you could imagine. He says, if they were gone in a moment, God is still there. He said, though the waters roar and be troubled, uh, physical waters, flood waters perhaps, Sometimes in Scripture, waters is symbolic of peoples, armies of people rising up like a tide coming against us. He said, look, if everybody comes against you, God is still very present in your trouble. I love this word he uses in verse 1. He said he's our refuge. Then he says he's our strength. A refuge, that's a place to hide us. Strength, that's it, the grace we need to fight the enemy. So he works internally and externally. He helps us in every way. He is our very present help in trouble. Secondly, He is our very present help in eternity. Beginning in verse 4, He goes to the end. He shows us the end of the world. He says in verse 4, there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, the earth melted, the Lord of hosts is with us. 
The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. So the first thing we're to think about is that God is very present in our trouble, but secondly, God is very present in eternity. This is a picture, of course, of the New Jerusalem, God's city, and the river flowing out of it. You can read about that city and that river, Revelation chapter 21. And, uh, oh, the river flows from the throne of God. So if you follow it back upstream, what's it do? It leads you to God. God who is very present. You see, what's going to make heaven heaven is this. We're going to be very present with Him. He's very present with us now here on earth. But then in heaven, we are going to be very present with Him. What a mighty God we serve. And then the third section shows us that God is very present in this wicked world. So in our own personal trouble, in our eternity, that which is to come, but then in this wicked world, surrounded by wickedness everywhere, God is very present. Listen to the end of the psalm. Come behold the works of the Lord. What desolations He hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. I love this verse. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. God is very present in this wicked world. You know, there's some people that believe that God set all this world in motion and then left us to ourselves. That he's, he's, he's departed. He's forsaken us. I'm glad to report to you on the authority of the Word of God that God's not just present in heaven. He's present in the earth. He uses that phrase twice in verse 8 and verse 10. In the earth. In the earth. So right now, God is our refuge. He's our refuge in trouble. He's our refuge in eternity. And He is our refuge in this world. That's glorious, isn't it? And by the way, that word refuge is found all through the psalm. In verse 1, God is our refuge and strength. In verse 7, the God of Jacob is our refuge. In verse 11, the God of Jacob is our refuge. It means high place. It means a place beyond reach where the devil can't get to you, where the world can't reach you. Uh, where sin cannot, cannot pull you back into its grasp. No, look friends, God is our refuge. He is right where He has always been. And if you will hide in Him, you will be exactly where you need to be. Look, this is not just about God's omnipresence, that God is everywhere, though He is. It's also about His personal presence. He is my refuge and strength. It is about His powerful presence, His all-sufficient presence. He is greater than this world. He is greater than death. He is greater than hell. He is greater than the devil. He is our great God. Uh, the word that is used for God in this psalm is the all-capital Lord. L-O-R-D, all-capital letters. It is Yahweh. It's the God of promise. Uh, the God who always keeps His word, who always does exactly what He says He'll do. And He's referred to as the God of Jacob. Why use that term? Why not say the God of Israel? Why use the old name? Jacob, schemer, deceiver, supplanter, trickster. Why? It's a reminder to us that our God is the God of the weak ones. That we may limp through life sometimes like a Jacob. That we may, we may halt and we may hesitate and we may struggle and we may bear some strain. But God says, I'm your God. I'm strong enough. I'm able enough. I can take care of this. And I love this thought. You don't have to go find the refuge. The refuge travels with you. I'm thinking of that great song. It was Martin Luther's favorite hymn. A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. 
You see, you can find the refuge wherever you are today. And I'll remind you that this psalm, Psalm 46, is not just Scripture. It is Scripture, but it is a song. The type of Scripture it is, it's a song. Our God is not just enough to see you through the trial. He's enough to sing you through. You can sing in your trouble. You can sing your way into eternity. You can sing your way through this wicked world. And what can you sing about? You can sing about our very present God. Another hymn immediately comes to mind. Hiding in Thee, hiding in Thee, Thou blessed rock of ages, I'm hiding in Thee. I want to encourage you today, my friend, that whoever you are, whatever you're dealing with, wherever you are at this moment, God is very present. You see, God is not bound by geography, God is not bound by time, and God is not bound by circumstance. No, what we need to understand is God is right where we are. What we need to do is exactly what He commands us to do in verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Maybe we just need to get quiet today to hear His voice. Can you hear it? Rest in His presence today. If you would like more information on knowing the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way or more information on growing in your faith, please visit us at scottpauley.org. We would love to hear from you. From there, you may also download your free copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms to help you in our current study. We are praying that God will guide you today and that you will enjoy the journey. Thank you.